Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. This is the part of the show where I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This comment comes from dmartin33. D says, Maudie has a way of making you feel like you are sitting on a comfy couch having a conversation with your girlfriends in her podcasts. She asks great questions that provoke reflection of life and relationships. Keep up the good work, Maudie. I'll be watching for your next podcast to release. I'm loving listening to your labor of love. Thank you so much, Martin 33 I absolutely love the visual of us just sitting on a comfy couch having a chat. That is exactly what my intention was for the show. You are so, so, so much appreciated. Your words make my heart happy. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave me a review and I will make sure to get out a shout out to you on a future episode. Welcome to episode 12 of the Living on Purpose podcast. And today you are in for quite the treat. Today I'm talking to Lacey Marsh Carroll, founder and owner of Malicious Women Candle Company. Lacey is a spicy entrepreneur who turned her tragedy into her passion, into her career. Get ready for some humor, inspo, and motivation. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Lacey Marsh Carroll. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I cannot wait to dig into all the goodness that we're about to bring our listeners. So let's just jump right in. Why don't you give us a quick one to two minute backstory on what you have going on in your personal life. And then we are going to jump into everything business. Oh my gosh. Okay. Two minutes. Start the timer. That's all you got. Um, okay. <laughs> mom married. Um, let's see. Mom of three kids. I have a 27 year old, a 25 year old, a 16 year old. So I still have one kiddo at home. Mm-hmm. Actually turns 17 tomorrow. I've been married for 21 years um, to the same guy. Oh, wow. So that's good. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. I own a business, Malicious Women Candle Company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's personal. So you're not busy at all. No, no, I got nothing going on. <laughs> My kid's not in travel uh, basketball, nothing like that. But yeah, um, and the business we um, we have grown malicious women candle company from my countertop two and a half years ago Mm -hmm. to now a 3000 square foot facility with 
14 amazing men and women that work for us. Um, so yeah, uh, lots of downtime. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I feel like I have bragging rights to purchasing some of your OG candles way you back in the day. You were, yes, you were one of my first big customers. I think you bought like 21 candles. <laughs> and I was like, I just sold 21 candles. It was amazing. I love that. And I yeah, to your dinner. And I was so inspired at that dinner. It was amazing. So, yeah. You you were inspiring. You got up and you shared the story of Malicious Women Candle Company with my um, Living on Purpose group. And I would love for you to give us a bio and give us the story so that the listeners can hear how impactful your company is, not only through candles, but through so much more. So tell us, tell us the backstory of Malicious Women. Well, it's interesting that I'm on a Living on Purpose podcast because this business actually started on accident. I never intended to start a business. I, um, what, late 2016, my world had collapsed. Um, my father is a brilliant engineer, right? The reason I became an engineer, he fell off a ladder, suffered a traumatic brain injury. And all of a sudden our family dynamic was shifted, right? Two weeks after that, my sister, uh, who we are a year and one day apart, um, she was hit on her motorcycle and by a farm truck up in Bellingham and, uh, almost broke every bone in her body. So she was a Harbor, you know, airlifted to Harborview. My dad's still at Prov. Then my daughter, who was active duty Navy, um, she was hospitalized for a massive, massive infection over in Oak Harbor. So we had this triangle of grief, right? Yeah. And as the middle child, what's my job, right? Keep it all together. Yeah. So I'm trying to work my full-time job at Boeing, take care of my mom and the benefits, be there with my sister, be there with my daughter. And you know, it was just chaos. Um, During that time, my dearest and best friend, Laura, um, who had battled her darkness, depression for um, her entire life, our entire friendship, um, she was starting to slide down the path of the darkness and it was, it was grabbing her again. And uh, early December, she took her own life. And that is what broke me. She was my best friend. She was my um, confident. We, we laughed and talked and texted every day. Um, I miss her a lot. And, um, but, um, that broke me Yeah, and it broke me really, really bad. And I ended up, uh, losing my shit. Oh, FYI, it is national cursing day today. Oh, oh um, perfect. Yeah, so it's like my Christmas. You know so. what? I, um, uh, every day is National Cursing Day to me <laughs> in my world. So you just go ahead and cuss all day, sister. I should, I should have, I should have prepped you on that. That this is an explicit uh, podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Insert joke at at um, at emotional moment. Um, mm-hmm. Deflect, deflect. No kidding. Um, so no, I, I I really broke. I was on the couch. I couldn't get up. I got put on a leave of absence. My manager invited me to leave and um, oh, yeah. said it, it's time. So, and I was on the couch for about two weeks. 
Um, really, your, I'll just finish this. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. On your website, you say you were on the couch and you were living on, what were you living on? Captain Crunch and drinking wine from the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who also Captain Crunch is delicious. So, um, but I broke, I broke hard. I cried. I wept. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't function. I couldn't move. Um, for the first time in my life, I've always had a touch of anxiety. Yeah. Um, as in, I have my own anxiety girl. Yep. She wears a cape, yep. big A on her chest, right? Um, always battled a bit of depression, but nothing like this had ever broke me. And my husband said, Lacey, you need to get some help. And I saw, you know, of course I argued, I'm fine. And uh, so he sent me, you know, we found a, he didn't send me, we found a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> he helped me into the shower because that was necessary at that point. And uh, yeah, the therapist said, Find a hobby, do something with this grief, channel it. I decided I was going to make the, a candle for everyone. I was going to burn this candle. And uh, Joe took, got me off the couch again and took me to Kohl's, got me a crock pot, melted some wax, and made my first candle. And it was shit. It was terrible. I hated it. So I made more candles. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, kept going. And. Yeah. That is a like I was uh, tearing up reading reading the website, and you know tearing up right now because it's like every single woman in your life was battling, and I, and I I don't know how you could handle any one of those, let alone four: your mom, your sister, your daughter, and your best friend all at once. And so the fact yeah, that you and your dad that was my dad. Oh, I'm sorry, your dad. Um, are so brave to, to get off that couch, first of all, with the help of Joe, and then also so brave. And I'm so thankful for you to share that story online and with my listeners, because there is no shame in breaking and there's no shame in losing your shit. And there's no shame in, um, being placed in a shower so that you could go to therapy. So I thank you for sharing that. And I do want to so, okay. So tell us how, so that's how malicious women started. Yes. Why don't you keep, keep going here? So you okay. started with a hobby and one shitty candle and then you kept making candles. Right. Because I was determined. So again, quality engineer, that's what I did by day. <laughs> oh, got it. <laughs> right. So I was going to infuse this can- I, I couldn't light the candle for the people that meant the most for me that tunneled or the wick burnout, right? So I engaged my quality engineering brain and I thought, how can I get 20 hours? How can I get, you know, and then I achieved 20 hours of burn. And so now I'm retesting and I'm getting better wax and I'm getting better wicks and I'm, I'm trying to get 30 hours. How can I honor Laura? How can I honor my family? Um, 30 hours isn't enough to honor them. I want 40 hours. Now I'm super engaged. I'm testing. I've got data sheets everywhere. There's spreadsheets, This right? Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty soon, Joe, my husband, says, hey, 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 darling, sweetie, um, our house is covered in candles. Like, um, maybe, you know, and it isn't delicate, right? We've been married a long time. So, he, you know, he knows. He knows, and God bless him for that. Maybe we should go back to to see a therapist. Maybe I don't know. So I mean, go back, and I'm I'm you know presenting my data, and I'm, I'm like I'm doing a presentation at Boeing, right? I got powerpoints, yeah. I have graphs, and um, 
And she goes, okay, sweetheart, um, you're getting a little obsessed. Uh-huh. This is called transference. So um, we're going to uh, have you focus on throwing a party. Yep. Now, I, by nature, love to follow directions, engineer. But the yes. other side of me, super rebellious. So I'm like, fuck you. There's mm-hmm. nothing, nothing to celebrate. I hate everyone and everything. No, absolutely not. But fine, I will. Yep. And um, so I said, but it's going to be a shit show. So I threw the shit show, right? And in planning the shit show, and I'm talking to my friends, and I'm like, I have to throw a party. Will you come to my shit show? And they're like, oh my God, I've got shit too. And I'm like, no way, really? And then I talked to another girl, and girl, I, I didn't invite girls, they were all women. Um, I talked to another one of my gal pals and like, I got shit. And pretty soon I start realizing that we all have shit and their shit was just as important as my shit. And then I thought, wait a minute. What if we change the shit show to let's talk about our shit. Yeah. Write our shit down, go outside, set that shit on fire and then let that shit go. Right. And then I had all these fucking candles so I made these little labels that said shit show on them infused with vanilla. Cause that's the only scent I had vanilla and chaos. So we go through this thing. We all present our shit and, and we're all talking and mm-hmm. there's like 18 of us in my, in my kitchen. And, and I gave out all the candles and they're like, Oh my God, Lacey, you've got, you've got to put these online. I'm like, no one's going to buy a candle with the word shit on it. Okay. And they're like, no, really someone will. And I'm like, Okay, fine. Post it. Post it. So they put it on this like Snohomish Besties site. Uh-huh. And um, immediately it was sold one, sold two, sold three. And I'm like, what is happening? Right. And they're like, see? And I was like, okay, that's crazy. So that night, 74 candles were sold. I was like, oh my God. Uh, right. Luckily, I have many, many candles. So um, I filled them all and I put them in bags and I put them on my porch. And I'm like, Oh my God, people are coming to my house and picking up candles. This is so fun. And um, and so then I, I thought, I'm going to make a bitches get shit done candle because look at this bitch getting shit done. And um, so then I was like, I'm going to put that one up. And then it was like sold a hundred and it was crazy. So then uh, I was like, hey, 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 honey, sweetheart, um, maybe I should try like Etsy or something. Like he's like, yeah, go for it. Let's do it. And he bought you know, he ordered the wax and I made the candles and pretty soon we outgrew Etsy. And then pretty soon I had a website and I had to like, well, now I need to learn how to build a website. So I taught myself website design and had my first little shitty website and, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, expanded into the garage, the upstairs bedroom, the dining room moved into my first facility. And now we're here, there, Jeez. that's the story. <laughs> Okay. Um, that is, I know that there's so much more to that story that I can't wait. (laughs) No, oh my gosh. No, that's perfect. I, I, okay. My favorite part of the story is you exposing the fact that you weren't perfect right away. Meaning, and we're never perfect. I guess that's the wrong word. Exposing the fact that you acknowledge that your first, uh, try was shit at, numerous things at the candle at the website right and i think that that is so important for women to hear because we're looking like we're looking at you over the hump okay we're looking at you 
out of your garage, out of your kitchen. We're looking at you at 3,000 square foot uh, space with 14 employees. And it's really easy to have, I, I have your candle right here. It's in the bag. It's really easy to look at this candle that looks beautiful, smells beautiful, burns beautifully, and not remember the first one and not realize how far you've come. So I just want to thank you again for exposing that part of your story, which is so critical from moving from uh, default to a life on purpose. And I do want to circle back um, the fact that you you said that you've stumbled into this business on accident. And that may be true, but I really hear and see you being extremely intentional with all the accidents and tragedies that you have, have faced. And so I want to just point that out as well as you turn a tragedy into intention. Okay. I, I, I remember a couple different times where you, um, I also love how out there on social media you are. You're just like, you own your shit, right? You're like, here's 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 what's going on. And I remember, I know of two times, I'm sure there were thousands that you've had some struggle or some, you bumped (laughs) up against a a roadblock. And when you said Etsy, wasn't there someone online who was copy peeing you? I am am not able to discuss anything related to that at this time. (laughs) moving on (laughs) moving on (laughs) you haven't said that before have you (laughs) nope under advice of counsel (laughs) tell me about your most recent struggle with (laughs) I'm calling them haters what are you calling them um they're absolutely haters can you tell Uh, us about this sure I need to preface this a little bit do it the name malicious women candle company came from the 22 years of conversations that we had with Laura. And we didn't matter where we were in the world. We both traveled all over the world, right? I traveled with my job, whatever. We would tell each other of our adventures. Could be a grocery store trip, whatever, adventures. And we would always tell each other what we would have said if we were just a little more malicious. That was our thing, right? Like, oh my God, you know what I wish you would have said? Um... So when I named this company Malicious Women Candle Company, um, that was to honor Laura. And I knew at that point, the purpose, when you're talking about setting your intentions, setting your purpose, I knew that I was not going to filter it anymore. I couldn't filter it and stay true to my friendship with Laura and do what I wanted to do. I am committed and I will make this commitment over and over again that I will not filter my my thoughts. I will not filter my voice because again, there's so much shame and stigma associated with mental health. There's so much shame and stigma associated with even a mild anxiety attack, right? Just, just heart fluttering because you're going into a job interview, right? And people say, oh, be strong. I'm a, now I have that pressure. Great, thank you, right? No, so... So when I say things and put things out on social media, yep, did it. Yeah. So I made a candle um, referring to, well, it's things that never get old, um, dark humor, which is something that Laura and I reveled in. Uh, it was our thing, gallows humor. You know, it was, it was kind of our shtick. And uh, unvaccinated children. Okay. So. Putting it out there. Right? Um, 
and I put it out there and, uh, you know, people for the most part took it as a, as it was intended. It was, it was dark humor. Mm-hmm. Then the anti-vax cult leader got a hold of it and shared it and told his followers to destroy me. So they came at me, they came at my daughter, they came at my Google page, they came at my Yelp page, they left fake reviews on everything and they lowered my, I had a five-star rating for the last two and a half years on every platform. I'm down to 3.2. So they were very successful. Um, One of the other things is I learned a lot of new uh, word combinations that you can uh, join with the C word. So, um, yeah, lots of baked goods, C waffle, C muffin, lots of, lots of that. Hmm. Um, New to me. But what happened was, is for the first two, three hours, I let it go. Okay, whatever, whatever. But then as you start getting repeatedly attacked and they're attacking your passion and they're attacking your business and you can visibly see them lowering your ranking on every single platform. They lowered my Facebook down to where Facebook put me on, uh, on notice. Right. Um, I got really down and it was a couch day and, um, and people kept saying, ignore it, let it go. You're stronger than that. You, you know, they don't know what they're talking about, but I want to just mention for a moment that when you're under attack, um, I didn't feel strong. I felt like maybe I started second guessing everything. I started to get second guessing my post, my humor, my, my business model, my name, I, you know, everything. And I think that what I would like to talk about is to say, I think that's okay to do. I don't think you have to be strong every single day. And I think if you're under attack, I think you get a, you get a couch day and then you get up the next day and then you rant. You go live on Facebook Mm -hmm. and you tell them everything that you're feeling and then you don't apologize. And then you don't say true. And I didn't apologize. You know what? Unvaccinated children don't get old. So there, I said it again. Said it again. (laughs) You know what? And I said it because my father can't have vaccinations because of his TBI. So we depend on everybody around him being vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, there's, I, we need herd immunity. That's something I believe in. It's my company. I get to say it. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And I, um, thank you for, you know, you said you were getting advice, like, let it go. Don't worry about it. And I remember, um, having, you know, I deal with anxiety and, um, advice I would repeatedly get during a panic attack would be, don't think about it. And it reminds me of that. It reminds me of unuseful advice because it, it, there is a time and a place to sit with our feelings and there, there is nothing wrong with not feeling strong and there's nothing wrong with having a couch day because that is part of everybody's story, right? Yes. Is yes. getting knocked down and coming and having a couch day or having a big fat cry or right. doing whatever you need, going, sitting in therapy and yeah. then bouncing back because- yeah you're modeling success, not through, um, 
through resiliency, not because you had no struggle, right? You're modeling resilience. So much struggle. Yeah. So much struggle. (laughs) Um, and I it's shocking. You're welcome. It is shocking to me that that someone with a following would um would tell their people to destroy a person and their passion and that their belief and also go after their daughter. And so um as we're building, as we're building ourselves up and going after our dreams and our passions, and we do have somebody attack us because if we do stay true to who we are, somebody's not going to like it. Right. So what would your advice be to someone who's new to that? Who's new to someone not liking what they're standing up for, what they're, what they're saying? Implore the 24 hour rule. Okay. So let it happen. Take it all in, read it, figure out how you feel about it. Wait 24 hours before you respond. Don't engage in the individual comments. Don't engage in the hateful talk. When you address the hate, address it from a personal standpoint. Don't name call. Don't go down to that level, but just address it it's important to address it for your own healing because otherwise you'll feel like you're being walked on. Right. So you need to stand up for yourself and just wait, just wait and, and do it after your breakdown. Don't do it during your breakdown. (laughs) That's really great advice. Talk to us a little bit about, um, about what mental health means for, for you and your company. And then, um, can you also tell us about your cry chair? (laughs) About my what? Cry chair. Oh, yes. So, um, everything we do at Malicious Women Candle Company revolves around mental health. You know, we have a lot of moms that work for us. And we start at 930 because there's so much mom shame out there for working moms that I want, I want everybody that works for me to be able to put their kids on the bus. And we stop our day at three to three 30, depending on schedule. Some women have different start times so that they can be there when their kids get off the bus, right? Mom shame is real and it needs to stop. So I do what I can, um, to accommodate that. Um, we talk a lot about how everybody's feeling like we're that company like how you doing we're we're like someone comes in they had a hard drop off bring her in bring her in come on let's hug it and um but we also do that through our candles so we have a portion of every single candle sold is donated to the national um, suicide prevention fund because it's very important to me to give back in Laura's honor. Um, we just did a fundraiser for national mental health day that raised $400 to put 30 kids through prevention class. Um, if we don't keep talking about it, right. Cause, cause at this point people discover my candles and they're like, Oh, there's so many, you know, la la la. And they are, that's the whole point. I want people to laugh and yes. it's really important to keep talking about it. And I think that, um, just bringing that awareness and, and talking about it through our posts, our social media, when we go live, I just, God, my one dream would be that one day 
somebody could post on social media, I'm having a really hard time and somebody else doesn't come back with suck it up, Aww. you know, just, just, I've been there too. Absolutely. You know, I've been there too. That's what we need to see more of. We need and, some, we need some compassion for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. I just think it's so amazing. I think everybody, everybody listening has been touched by mental health for sure. And, and a lot of us, um, been touched, uh, by suicide. And so I just appreciate everything that you're doing for, um, the national suicide prevention fund and through your candles and just shining a light on the fact that there's nothing to be ashamed of really. And, um, it, with a little bit more compassion and empathy, we may be able to one day post a real post that says I'm having a rough day. Tell me, as we're kind of wrapping up here, I know a lot of, well, when I, when I first came to your house and I saw the candles in the garage, I don't think that you, you probably don't remember, but you were still, you were still at Boeing and you said to me, I just need, I think the amount was, well, you said, I just need a little bit of funding. I just need a little bit of funding. And I pushed you and I, and I made you tell me how much. And you said it out loud and I never knew what happened with that. But since, since we met, you have quit your job at Boeing and are full-time malicious women, full-time entrepreneur, full-time business owner. Uh, so can you tell us about how that went, how, how you left Boeing and really just are living your passion right now and making money doing it? Well, it was, um, Number one, primarily through the organic, I I have yet to spend, I don't even have a marketing budget. So I don't, I don't market. All of this is through word of mouth and people connecting with the story and the story spreading. I've boosted a couple Facebook posts, but you don't see much from that, but I haven't even run a Google ad. So all of this is through all of the amazing, and I call them my tribe because once once somebody buys a candle, they're, they're in a, in the tribe, right? They're part of us. And, uh, it's through that growth and sharing and, and, um, relationships that we build, um, that it has grown. It, it, those sales have helped me grow out of my garage. Um, and we've done this all, I, because I never started or intended to start a business. Um, I didn't take out a loan. So I started with $500 mm-hmm. and then I sold those Facebook candles and I bought more wax and then I sold those candles and I bought more jars. And so I've never taken any debt on for this. Um, so I, I actually never, never took the funding uh, or needed the funding um, because the sales have been so amazing. Um, but I will, I did quit with a candle. I had a really great manager at the time and I quit with my stop doing shit. You hate candle infused with two weeks notice and a middle finger. Luckily he had a very good sense of humor oh my on his desk. And I said, two weeks, man, oh two weeks. So um, I spent 22 years building my career at Boeing, um, putting myself through college with three kids to get that degree. And, and, um, and I hated it. I hated it so much. I didn't know how much I hated it until I started doing this. 
And so the more money that we were able to donate, the more women I was able to employ. Now we hire men too. So um, there are malicious men, but um, it just, I totally forgot the question. Yeah. No, I want to go back though. You said you hated it. And I think so I'm, a lot of the clients I coach hate what they do. I mean, oh God, yeah. and um, you said, you didn't know, you didn't realize how much you hated it until you started doing this. So this I'm assuming is your passion, is your purpose. And let me, let me just talk to you about how that went. I was up at 4.45 every morning and I would post on social media, right? Bam, hop in the shower, get ready for my day, do my Boeing job, right? For eight hours, get home, have a cup of coffee, and then do another eight hours at Malicious Women. So this was hand pouring candles. This was packaging candles. This was, I mean, Samantha was there with me um, from the beginning. Um, and then we brought Carrie in. She's OG. We call them OG because they were started in the garage, right? Um, it was hard work and I was exhausted and I lost friends Nobody invited me places anymore because I never could go. Um, I, I, I gave up everything to focus on this passion. I mean, there was a point where my marriage was in trouble, right? Because I was so, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe hindsight, look, you know, I did this too fast, okay. but it felt right to me. Yeah. And I think that there is some good wisdom in your story and, you know, maybe on a, on a subsequent podcast, we can have a conversation about that, about business and Mm -hmm. about, about, um, being really intentional (laughs) and being intentional with, you know, how do I want my relationships to look through this? How do I want my marriage to look? How do I want my, my, um, conversations with my kids and and how do I want to model this? However, the wisdom that I heard with your story was, was start, find something that you're passionate about and start. Just do it. Just do it. Maybe not quit your job right away, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you know, you have a choice. Are you going to Netflix binge or are you going to take a pod, listen to a podcast on marketing? Are you going to learn how to Facebook or Instagram? Yeah. Are you going to learn how to swipe on a story? Like, yes, yes. No, you're, I, I'm going to quote you, right? Like you didn't realize how much you hated it until you started this. Until right. you started working your passion. That is beautiful. You are beautiful, Lacey. Oh, you're beautiful. Thank you. So you left Boeing, you started malicious windman, you were on purpose, you were intentional. Uh, I think I want to just wrap it up by asking you the same question that I ask all of my guests. What does living on purpose mean to Lacey? Living on purpose to me means setting out, writing out. So I wrote, wrote out what's important to me, my mission statement, right? My, my manifesta, if you will, which you were a big part of inspiring me to write my manifesta. Um, it's not a manifesto because that's too male. So it's manifesta. Um, and living to those words, um, reminding, I haven't posted because reminding myself that no matter what gets thrown at me, this is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it. This is, um, this is, um, when I start feeling 
um, feed envy. I call that, you know, Instagram feed envy with those curated feeds. And I look at mine and I start doing the comparing. Nope. Mm -mm. This is my mission. My Instagram looks like a shit show because I feel like my life might be a shit show, right? (laughs) My life isn't curated. Why am I going to curate my feed? So just refocusing back on my mission statement whenever I start to wander. And that is how living that's, that's how I live on purpose. That's the purpose of my mission. That's amazing. So also just write a mission in the first place. And it can also, I believe a mission can evolve. I believe that we can grow and it's like you said, so important to know what you're doing and why you're doing it. So that when you have days of question, uh, you have something to always refer back to. That's beautiful. Oh, thank well. you so much for being here. This was your joy. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, go start. Yes. Thanks, Yay. Lacey. All right. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way, you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.